Hey, 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 what's up and what's happening, my sister friends? I'm pleased that you have found your way here with us today, and I'm excited. Hey, I am also excited about some really cool offerings I have coming at the first of the year. And the way you're going to find out about those is to either be in our Facebook community, and I know that original name, it has a super creative name, Productivity and Proverbs 31 Community place where we can be together, we can encourage and support each other, ask questions. Great group. It'll be made better if you are a part of it with us. So I'd love for you to join us over there in Facebook land. Or you can um, find out about these offerings through my website, kathylanham.com, or by being on our mailing list. Either way, however you get the information, I would love for you to be a part. Now today, I have a topic that I definitely think you're going to need your pen for, and I want you to have a notebook because it's going to take a little reflection, and it's your word of the year. How can just a single word help you grow in your faith, in your life, in your business? Just one word. So stick around, and we'll talk about just that thing. Hey, friends. Welcome to the Productivity and Proverbs 31 podcast. I'm Kathy Lanham, your host, your mentor across the airways, if you will. I'm a mom of five, former teacher and top 2% company leader. Now I'm a coach, a podcaster and a business strategist. Stick around if you're a Christian mom with some big dreams, messy bun and sweatpants. You might feel all the guilt, but you refuse to be a Pinterest perfect mom. You live in your car and reheated coffee is a staple. If chaos is usually rampant and you'd like some practical tips on how to grow a business, grow in your faith, and get some control with an occasional date night thrown in as a bonus, hang around. Because as we grab these few minutes together, I want to help you keep growing in your faith, build a business that lines up with your God-given gifts and talents, and make memories of a life you love. So reheat that coffee, and let's get started. Okay, so at the new year, as the new year starts, I don't know when you're going to be listening to this podcast, but at the time I'm recording it, it is before the end of the year. And it's a great time for self-reflection, for taking a moment and think, okay, what things went right last year and what things do I want to change, improve, or do better in the upcoming year? Now, regardless if we're talking about your business if we're talking about your home life and your systems that we've been talking about developing, if you're looking at your marriage, I'm talking about your mo, your my one word. When you pick one word, that's going to encompass the way and the direction that you want to grow for the new year. Pastor Mike Ashcraft and Rachel Olson wrote a book, My One Word, about, I think, 2012. And this is why you should always have good mentors in your life, because you can short, you can have the cliff notes of a teaching. And that's exactly how I was first introduced to this whole concept of My One Word and how that can shape your future. I was at a conference and heard it presented and I was like, oh man, that's genius. Because what it does is it's not a resolution. It's not a goal to change. It's not a new fad diet. It's not system that takes a lot of effort and energy, but it is a focused, laser concentrated key hook word that helps keep you on track and focused. So what am I even talking about? What do I mean? It is a word that you're going to think about and prayerfully consider, maybe have a scripture for, and it is your overarching theme or focus for the year ahead. 
And for me, I love to do this and have done it now for years. I've led teams in doing it. I've had individuals do it. And it's so fun to see the growth that just by focusing on one word and the subsequent scripture that goes with that word, how that can grow and expand your mind and your business. So here's how it works. Here's what you do. First of all, you want to... So here's how we decide on your word of the year. Sometimes you know exactly what your strength is and what your weakness is and what you need to improve. Sometimes you have to stew on that a little bit. So some sample questions to get you. So I like to suggest that you simply take time and start praying about this and thinking about it in your mind as you go about your everyday task. Hmm, if I had a word, what would it be? Now, if you're seasoned and you've been doing this because it's quite popular now, it's all over the internet, then that's going to be a short little path for you. You're just going to think it through. But if it's new to you, I want you to start thinking about and praying about, okay, if I had a word, Lord, what would that word be? How do I need to grow in this new year? What can I change? Or how can I become a better version of myself? How can I appropriate your grace? Whatever area that is, you start to think about that. And then prayerfully ask the Lord to help show you your word. And it may be that you have four, five, six words That's absolutely fine. You write them all down. And as you write them down and you think about them and you pray about them, then one of those is kind of going to rise to the top like good cream. So some questions as you're thinking about and you're writing your words is what would you like to have more of in the upcoming year or more of in your life? What would you like to have less of? Drama, stress, confusion, hurt, pain, fatigue. Turn it into a positive word. What would you like less of? And if you did thus and such, what would be a game changer for you? What would really impact your life, your kids, your family, your business the most? As I went into, I think, 2019, I needed to simplify. I needed to get to get rid of stuff. Kids had moved out of the house and decluttering was something that I need to massively attack. In addition to that, I had three businesses running all simultaneously and two of those closed. And so I had all of this residue from that. And simplify really was the word that was screaming at me for that year because I needed to do it so desperately. And it can seem crazy like that a year is a long, long time. And how do you do a word that focuses on the whole year? But what I have found is when I pray about it and when I ask the Lord and when I seek a scripture verse that goes with it, then it's amazing at what changes and what happens that year based on that word. I've had a lot through the years. And my team members have had some crazy good words that they have also done. And so I wrote down a few just to give you some ideas. One gal had the word heal. Another was delight, create, complete, inspire, wisdom, balance, believe, promote, joy, quiet, simplify, cultivate, acknowledge, Ship. That was actually a word that Rachel Olson, the author of the book, chose for her 2020 word. She had a business that she wanted to launch. She had different projects that she wanted to complete and she needed to ship them. She needed to get them out to the world, to the public. So she chose the word ship and also found in Proverbs 31, found the verse about how the the Proverbs 31 woman would go to greet the ships and would get stuff from afar. She wasn't boring sitting at home. She was actually going out and doing things. So your word can be just as varied as you are. There aren't really any rules to this. This is your game. This is your life. It's your word. Here's a pressure reliever, like take the lid right off that pot. Let's say that you choose a word and it doesn't even resonate with you after 
January 3rd and you're like, yeah, why did I choose that? That was dumb. Instead of just throwing it away and just saying, oh, well, that's a dumb idea. How about if you stop, regroup, refocus, pray about it again, and choose a word that more accurately reflects your season of life. That would be one that would encourage and inspire and motivate you. This past year, I had several things I wanted to do. One was to launch this podcast, and I did not have the skills. I did not know how to do any of the stuff. I decided to invest in myself. My word was wisdom. I needed wisdom in how to do all of these things. And here we are 30 some episodes later, thousands of downloads, and we're moving forward. So for me, my word was wisdom. Now, how do you get that to stick? How do you focus on that? How do you make it have a place in your life so that you can affect change? Well, after you've prayed about it, I'm going to ask you to write it down. And when you write it down, I want you to post it in conspicuous places. Any place that you will look and focus on during the day, maybe the mirror above where you dry your hair, you know, where your line of sight is. Maybe on maybe on your phone, right? It in Sharpie on your phone case holder. Your visor so that when you flip it down, there's that word taped to the to the top of your visor. In your books, use it as a bookmark. Write it, frame it, put it in the window you look out of when you are making dinner or washing dishes. And here's a trick that's our brains are wired for success. So this trick works for you and it's crazy how cool this is. Make it your password. Use a capital, use an exclamation point, change up your A's for the at signs, your O's, your S's can be dollar signs, however you want to create it, but craft your word into your password and then go and summarily change all of your passwords all across the way to this one word. If that doesn't feel safe and secure to you, then just do it on a few things, maybe your social media sites. But anything that you need to log into, change that password so that every time you read it, your brain is being reminded, oh yeah, I need to be focusing on abundance. Oh, I need balance. Oh, I need wisdom. Oh, I need to find a new job. Oh, I need to lose 15 pounds. That's just a little tip that helps it to soak into your fiber, soak into your being. If you can see it, hear it, review it, think about it. If you can hook it to an emotion, that really makes it, it makes you experience it. If you can own it as much as possible, then I will guarantee you that as you focus on this word and as you seek the Lord's guidance in growing in those particular areas of your life, then you will see at the end of the year, oh my goodness, look at what has been accomplished this year. But for me, it is one of the most impactful times that I spend during the year. And notice how it's launching before the first of the year. So I'm giving you a few weeks to try this on, to try this out, to experiment with it, to get it in your head so that when the new year hits, then you are ready for it. But my last trick that I do is I take my new year's calendar. And if you have a digital calendar only, I don't even see how you survive, but good for you. But you can go in there in the notes section. For my paper calendar, at the top of each month, directly across from the the month name, I will write out my word and then I will put the scripture with it. So then that way, every year as I start afresh, if I've kind of gotten lax in the month before as the month ended, when I flip that page over, it is right there. And that's just a bonus. So let's say that you have a word like wisdom. You can say wisdom, then the number four, and then me, wisdom for me, wisdom for life, wisdom for kids, wisdom for love, wisdom for whatever. Or you can also hook your Bible verse to it. So if let's say that it's Proverbs 31, 8, you can do ship 31 8 
or, and you can also hook the numbers of your Bible verse that you have to go along with your word, particularly if you're making it a password. But this does two things. It helps you remember your word. It also helps you remember the scripture that you've chosen to go along with it. So I hope that is an encouragement to you today. I pray that it's an encouragement to you today. And I am excited. I always love to see what the words are and then to go back and review that at the end of the year and say, hey, how did that work out for you this past year? I know when I have done that with my teens, it's always so fun at our end of the year Christmas party to review what was that word I chose and how did it affect and how did you grow? So I hope that you'll either DM me with your word, put it in the comments, or go over to the Facebook group, which I'm sure you've joined by now, and just let us know what you're thinking there. Just because it's fun and it's encouraging. And sometimes when you can't think of your own word, somebody else will have one that you go, oh, my stars, that is great. I'm just going to borrow that one. And it's okay because you know What it is for you is different from what it means from the person who thought it up initially. And under the guidance of the Holy Spirit, we will be walking in light and love and wisdom and can be shining the glory of God to those who do not know Him. And the great thing about doing this and sharing with others is that you become a blessing. And the flip side of becoming a blessing is that you get to be blessed yourself. So you guys have a great day. Until next time, it's Kathy. Hey guys. Real quick, I hope this episode was a blessing to you and that you learned a nugget of truth, got a laugh, or had something that you can share. It would be such a blessing to me if you would go over to iTunes and leave me both a starred and a written review. I would love to be able to read some of those reviews online and that pours into my ministry and my work so much. In addition, if you want some of our free things, that's found over at kathylanham.com. I'd love to connect on social media. DM me at at kathylanham. That's my handle over on Instagram. So until next time, go be a blessing to others. Because when you're a blessing to others, you can't help but be blessed yourself. Take care.